the difference between church and ministry. So we are going to look at the difference between church and ministry. Are there any, is there any difference between church and ministry? It's ministry church and it's church ministry. We want to know. Now, because the whole of this month I've been teaching on the church, we have looked at what the church is. We've looked at marks of a true church, the birthing of a church, church and money. We've looked at um, something else. I've taught five so far. If you even divide it, uh -huh. the purpose of church service, a church service. Yes, and then duties of the church members. So I've taught six separate messages. Now, what I'm about to teach you will really help you serve God better. So I want you to give me your attention. So I'm saying I'm teaching on what? The difference between what? Again? Okay. For too long, a lot of people have gotten these two things twisted. Church and ministry. Now since I have already began to teach you on what church is, you already understand what church actually is. We've come to understand that the church is um, the meeting between two Jesus said where two or three are gathered in my name there I am in their midst so the meeting between two or three people or two or three believers in the name of Jesus for marks of a true church remember for prayer, for doctrine for fellowship for um, communion for evangelism and others if the purpose of the meeting is about Jesus Christ then it is a church you understand and then one other thing that you get to understand about a church is that a church has regular meeting days you understand and a church has membership that others cannot take ownership of or take um, are not responsible for you understand there is a church just right here it is true that you exist in this world but you don't matter that much to that pastor do you understand because you are not his church member you get what i'm saying so it is like the church see the church like a school okay if you you go to school number let's say christ victory um, school and another person goes to Baptist school. Baptist school teachers don't care about Christ's victory school. Is it not true? But they, are, they may both be teaching the same things. Is that not true? So that is what makes the distinction between one church and another. We have membership. That's why I was teaching you duties of a church member. You understand? We have membership. We know. Jesus said, I know my sheep. I know my sheep. So church has to do with ownership responsibility for the people it is like the church which is the meeting of the people which has now become an institution in quote in quote looks like it owns the people do you understand 
That is why it is hard for you to leave one church and go to another because as soon as you leave, any church member who sees you will start asking, but you, I thought you were part of us. Why have we not been seeing you? But you, because that is a church. But if you sitting, you sit, you are sitting somewhere listening to a man of God preach on radio, you may love him sometimes, even call in a soulful message. No, it is really helping me. Your message is really helping me. Nobody will meet you anywhere and say that. Ah, by you, you, these days you don't listen to the show. You, you, would they say that? Again, if you buy maybe a man of God's book and you are reading it one day, you say you have thrown the book away. Nobody will say, hey, you, you have stopped reading the book. Eh? You don't read uh, Bishop Dark's books again. Nobody will call you and ask that you don't read Bishop Dark's book again because Bishop Dark's books is not church. The radio. The person you are listening to on the radio is not church. The AFM podcast is not church. Even every online meeting is not church. Half hour is not church. Do you understand? It is not church. NSSPD is not church. Even what Bishop Dark does as flow meeting is not church. You choose to join, you choose not to. It is not church. Nobody will call you and say, why did you to join? It's not church. Do you understand? So the church is the institution that has a responsibility for the members. We learned a week ago that we are told to um, submit to those who have ruled over us. For they will give account. So the church will give account. Are you following me or you are looking somewhere? So now, therefore, we are looking at what? The difference between what? A ministry. So I've said that we've already known what church is. Um, the church is the gathering of the people, regular membership, membership itself, accountability. As a matter of fact, churches take tithe. Ministries, in quotes, should not. Aha, because they are not fully responsible for the people. Do you understand? because usually basically tithe is supposed to be for somebody who is fully responsible over your, 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 your spiritual life that's where your tithe should actually be going uh, so ministry um, some ministries take time and they tell, we are not a church you can hear sometimes they say oh, oh you know this is no koinonia we are not a church it's a church they meet every Sunday evening they've been meeting for over 10 years regular membership it's a church it's not a, it's not a ministry they take time. Hey. When they are members, when they, most of those people they have left their churches and become part of because every Sunday evening you meet, they have practicum, they have other meetings. It's a church. Whether you call it that is not a church or whatever, it's still a church. You can say, Oh, this is not a church, you know, this is a you know it's a ministry. It's not, it is a church. <laughs> it's what? One, a church is a public meeting or a public property, not a building. Or a church is an institution, a public institution. Okay, write that. A church is a public institution. But a ministry is a personal 
affair or a personal business. So as we have met here, we have met as a church. But if it is ministry, ministry has to do with individual people. Individual what? I teach a very important thing. Again, a church is a local body of believers meeting on Sundays and weekdays for fellowship and edification. A local body of believers meeting on Sundays and what? Middays. So they have a Sunday meeting, they have a midday meeting, and they meet for Bible studies and whatever, prayer, all those things. A ministry, on the other hand, is outreach-oriented. That is another difference. I will explain. I'll focus more on the ministry. So, before we look at church. Ministry is outreach-oriented and not Sunday service. Ministry is what the individuals within the church are doing to reach out to individuals within the church and outside the church. Do you understand? Hey, are you following? A church is non-profit. A ministry can make profit. A church is non-profit. That's why in this church you see that the books here are not sold by the church. I sell them and I take the money. It's not the church. That's why I don't sell these books and they take the offering and say we are giving the church is going to church offering. A church is non-profit. If not, if I sell it with them, we have to all divide the money and, and keep to ourselves. That's why when you register a church, you register it as an, an NGO. That's why the government cannot tax churches. You can't tax an NGO. Because it's not a business. You can't tax it. So when people say, oh, the church must be taxed, they don't know what they are talking about. You can't tax an NGO. You can't tax a non-profit organization. You can't tax it. It's against the law. So a church is a non-profit organization which is not supposed to embark on buying, embark on business. Buying, selling, profit making. A church is not. But ministry can be involved in buying, selling, profit making. Like I, my, my recordings like this, we can sell the recordings. I can sell them because that one we can do that. We can sell the recordings. <laughs> you understand? Hmm. But we cannot say Sunday you must pay before you enter. You understand? Sunday you must pay before you what? We cannot say that. Because the church is for us. It's not for the pastor. So the pastor cannot say it is Sunday. Obed. Now, where's your money? If you don't pay, you not enter this church. Every chair is five CDs. Before you sit on the chair, five CDs. No. Even the church water is free. Is not true? The church water is free. The church farm is free. Is not true? 
The church lights is free. If you even come to church right now, your battery is low, you can charge it, it's free because we are the ones paying for it. That is why church things are usually free because the people in the church are the ones paying for it. It's not for one individual. It's not for me. It's not even for the pastor. If I leave Ghana right now, if God say, Micah, my son, my son, go to um, Afghanistan and do ministry, and I just get up and I say, I'm going to Afghanistan, this church is still be running like any other way. Is that true? Yeah, the church will run. I just point at somebody and say, hey, you, you are going to be the pastor. Pastor then preach. Oh, you won't come again? Will you come or you won't come? No. Yeah. Because the church is, 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 is more than the church. Another difference is that the church is people. The ministry is an individual. You understand? The church is the people. Ministry is an individual. So ministry can, an individual says yes, is yes, everything is there. But when it comes to church, it is a group of people together. Do you understand? Okay. Now, fast forwarding. I want you to understand that every church will do well if it has ministry. Every church must have ministry. Without ministry, the church will die. Hey, are you surprised? Without ministry, the church will die. Have you had people be like, ah, there's a prophet in town. He can see, pa, he can prophesy, pa, let's go to that prophet. Because this is our church there. Have you heard that before? That church members of one church are going to another pastor every now and then. They are in another pastor. Is it true or is it not true? It is because that church is unable to offer a certain kind of ministry for those people. That is why they go to another pastor to receive that ministry. For instance, if you are sick and your church cannot pray for you to be healed, the church that can pray for you to be healed, which is a real church, go there and let them pray for you to receive your healing. Because the healing ministry, the healing is a ministry. Now, what does it mean? Why does the word ministry come from? It comes from the word to minister. To minister means to serve something to somebody. To minister means to serve something to somebody. It means to do something for somebody. Do you understand? Like I can come to your house and cook food for you. If I'm cooking for you, I'm ministering to you. Do you understand? If you, when you are doing something for somebody, you are ministering to the person. So the church must do ministry in the sense that Christ has given the church so many abilities. Are you following me here? So many abilities, so many gifts, so many anointings. But the problem is that when the church does not know how to use ministry, it gets grounded and the people leave. Hey. The people do what? Let me show you something in the book of Ephesians. Chapter 4, verse 11. You can take verse, verse, 10, verse 9. Ephesians 4, verse 9. Let's start from verse 9. 
I'll show you two scriptures. Now that he ascended, what is it? But he also descended first into the lower parts. He's talking about Acts 1 verse 11, where Jesus went into heaven. Acts 1 verse 10, he went into heaven. He said the same person who went into heaven first died. Do you understand? Verse 10. He that descended is the same also that ascended far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. Uh-huh. Verse 11. And he gave some apostles. Somebody say apostles. Again. And he gave some what? Prophets. Somebody say prophets. And he gave some what? Somebody say evangelists. And he gave some what? Somebody say pastors. And he gave some what? Again. Now, mind you, he is referring to one church. In one church, there are some who are prophets. In one church, there are some who are apostles. In one church, there are some who are evangelists. In one church, there are some. Notice that he says some. Some is what? It's like if the church is 100. He said five are apostles. Look at Ephesians, um, Acts chapter 13. Let me show you something. Acts 13 verse 1. Look at this. There is a church in Antioch, believers in Antioch. Look what it says. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain words. Is it plural or is it not Plural. Certain prophets and certain teachers. Let's see their names. Barnabas, Simeon, um, Lucius, Manning, ETC, Paul, Barnabas. And he said, these men were what? Prophets. Can you imagine if you are in a, you're having a church like this and you have about, about seven prophets in one church? my teaching one church has seven prophets verse 3 and when they are prayed oh, verse 2 verse 2 verse 2 verse 2 verse 2 and they ministered to the Lord do you see there that means they were singing and worshiping ministry so somebody was part of them who could do that thing. and as they ministered to the Lord what happened and fasted the Holy Ghost said this means that one of them suddenly rose up and said, Thou say the Lord, separate Barnabas and Saul for the ministry wherewith I've called. And all of them, because they also knew ministry, they received ministry from one of them. You understand? Let me show you a scripture in the book of James. Is any among you sick? Where is it found? Five? Verse 13. Look at this. James 5 13. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Next verse. Minister, do you remember? Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Do you see that? Does it say the elder of the church? It means all the elders have a healing anointing. Call the elders. Let them come. Let them do what? And let them pray over him. Anointing him with oil in the name of the what? The Lord. Uh-huh. And what will happen? And the prayer of faith. Verse 15. 
And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. He said, ministry. Am I talking to somebody here? So, God has endowed within every church special abilities. Special abilities. Now, do not look down upon yourself that as for me, I don't know how to talk. You don't know how to talk, but you may know how to heal the sick. He said, when he ascended on high, what did he do? He made some, he gave some, what? Some, what? Apostles. Today, I won't be talking about that. I'm talking about ministry. And some, prophets. And some, evangelists. And some, pastors. And some, every church, follow me, every church must do ministry. Every church must do ministry. Brother every church must have ministry. Without ministry, the church will collapse. The church what? <clears throat> what then is ministry? Write this as we go. Ministry is a divine call. A divine assignment is a divine call. When we say somebody has a ministry, we are saying the church is not ministry. The church is the group of people have met. The ministry is what individuals within the church can do. Do you understand? In the book of Matthew, it says, Many are called, few are chosen. The few is referring to as leadership positions. Do you understand? Now, how many people are called? How many people are called? So in this church, we are all called, but only few are chosen. That's why I'm the one preaching today. Maybe on Sunday, you may be chosen to preach. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like on another day, just before I came, somebody was chosen to sing. Is it true? Was I the one singing? So many are called, but few are chosen. So there is a season somebody is chosen to undertake a task. Now, a, a ministry is a divine call or a divine charge or a divine assignment or a divine gift to bless the lives of others. Now, turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, neighbor, do you have a divine call? What is your call? Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 5. Second Timothy 4 verse 5. But watch thou in all things, endure affliction, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. Verse 8. Okay, let's go verse 6. 6 to 8. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. Verse 7. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Uh-huh. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give 
at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Hallelujah. Amen. So Paul is telling Timothy that me, I have finished doing my ministry. It is time for you to do your ministry. So ministry is what? Ministry is what? And when you hear somebody say, Oh, Onyame Fre, Onyame Fre, that's what we refer to as ministry. Onyame Fre, your friend in ministry. And when you church, Yami Afre, no, that's not ministry. Church is not ministry. Church is the gathering of, of people. I've already spoken about that. Regular meetings, Sunday meetings, they take time, they take, they have membership. You understand? That is church. They can even call it a prayer center or whatever is church. <laughs> so I say ministry is what? Ministry is what? Again, divine call, divine charge, a divine assignment, a divine job to accomplish, a divine gift, a gift that is given to a man. Look at first second Corinthians also. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. Look at this. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man. How many men? How many men? How many men? How many men? So you must understand every Christian has a ministry. Every Christian has a ministry. Until you dis- de- define your ministry, you cannot be distinguished. Until you identify what you are called to do, you will remain ordinary in the house of God and outside it. It is your difference that leads to your elevation. You must identify what you have been endowed with. Now, if you keep reading, you talk about the fact that one is given the, the spirit of word of wisdom to another, the word of knowledge unto another, the gift of prophet unto another, the gift of faith unto another, working on miracle unto another, the descending of spirit unto another, tongues unto another, tongues interpretation. But I say all these are giftings, callings, abilities, so that it will profit with what? It will profit with what? It will profit with what? All. Somebody say all. Oh, verse 7. In verse 7. It will profit with all. Profit with all. Is it in your Bible? So, ministry is meant to profit others. Now, listen. When we, we meet as a church, okay? Eh? Remember that James said, is any of you having is any of you happy? Let him what? Let him sing. Another time, Paul said, when you gather, he who has a song, let him sing. He who has a prophecy, let him prophesy. He who has a word from the Lord, let him give the word from the Lord. What does he, what is he saying? First Corinthians, if you go chapter 14, there about 14, there about the, those things are there. Now, you will find out that when we meet like this, as a church, or when the church meets, meets, Usually, God has given a lot of people special abilities. But the funny part of it is that it begins to grow by time. There was a time I was still seated like you. Is this true or is it not true? It's true. 
And there are sometimes I also sit down here like that. It's not true. And somebody is saying something. Maybe reading a scripture. Maybe singing. Maybe leading praises and adoration. Maybe prophesying. He said, when we meet, God has given us gifts. But the interesting part of it is that we have to grow the gift. Until we grow it, we may never be able to use it. And some of us, the reason we are unable to use it, we don't even know we have gifts. The only thing we say, ah, I don't know why, but anytime I have a dream, it comes to pass. But when it comes to pass, that it comes to my mind that, ah, you are a prophet, oh, you are a prophet. But you just don't know that, ah, and he gave some prophets. May, give, may God give our church prophets. May God give our church evangelists. May God give our church pastors and teachers and apostles. In the name of Jesus. So, ministry, you see, when we meet that church, but what we do in the church is what we call ministry. When we meet that church, but what we do in the church, that is what? That is what? Again, what we do is what? So, listen to this. Ministry is a personal affair. While church is a corporate affair. Everyone has a ministry. And everyone who has a ministry is part of a church. Now, listen to this. Your ministry determines your impact. Not your church. How many people know the church Jometel attends? Let me see your hand. If you know the church Jometel attends, raise your hand. Nobody. Assemblies of God. Pentecost. Exactly. Now, do you understand what I'm saying? He has made impact and we don't even know his church. Do you understand? So it is not your church that will make impact for you because when we gather, we are the church. When we gather, you understand? So we won't gather in the name of Hallelujah Faith Mission is making impact. No, it's not Hallelujah Faith Mission that is making the impact. It's the people in the ministry that make the impact. Am I telling somebody here? So if the ministry says, oh, this church is rich, it's not Hallelujah Faith Mission that is rich. It's the people in the ministry that are rich. Are you with me here? So your impact is determined by your ministry. The gift God has given to you. Now listen. How far a man of God will go will not be because of his church but his ministry. That's why if you try to measure me by the size of my church, you make a mistake. You make a mistake. Every day I get calls from everywhere. <laughs> Do you understand? That is ministry because they know that uh, even this, just, just, just this evening, I was receiving a testimony from a lady who doesn't come to church yet. But my ministry has been able to reach her. And she was saying, I want to thank you so much for that advice you gave to me. In fact, 
It has really helped me change my life. And she was sharing her testimony. But she's not in this church. And I told you that the ministry is what determines your impact. Now, ministry is for the profit of all. Ministry goes beyond church. Now, where church cannot go, that's where ministry goes. There are so many things that church can never do. It is rather ministry that can do. There are some people, even when they hear the name of the church, they will get angry. Eh? It's not true. But a book may be written by somebody in that church. And those people who read and enjoy the book and be blessed by the book, but they will never want to be part. Don't we love certain churches, their songs? But do we love... Is it not true? There's a very popular song. I think it is a, it is a Roman Catholic song. But I, I'm trying to remember it. Oh. Refi. But a, they, we can even use it as praises and others. Can somebody give me some of the Roman Catholic songs that we know how to sing? Like cheese song. Charity. Uh-huh. Oh, but we we know some of those songs. Yes? Oh. Huh? Who is singing? Okay, Pentecost songs. You may not like the church. Oh. If they even invite you, you go. You say Pentecost for there. But as soon as you enter your door, you lock your door. You say, but the moment you lock your door, you're about to pray. Huh? And you lift, you, you put, you go and kneel down. Wine yum. yum. Pentecost for yum. So you see that even in our church, we sing Pentecost, their songs. They are, this is not Pentecost church. Their ministry has gone beyond their church. And that is what ministry exists for. That what the church cannot do, which, which Christ has even said it cannot do, ministry will be able to do and accomplish. I have seen even there's a Pentecost pastor who read my book, The Voice of Honor, and bought copies of the book and went and gave to his leaders. But we have never met before. Went and gave to his elders and deacons and said, This is the best book I've read on honor. Have I ever been to that church before? That is ministry. The question is, What has God given to you that you can bless humanity with? As a pastor, you said God has called you. What has he called you to do? When people know that I pray for the sick and they get you, they keep calling me to pray for the sick. Complex issues, they keep calling me because I, am, I have that ministry to pray for people to get miracles and testimonies. Do you understand? So those people may never come to my church. And so, and some pastors usually get offended. They're like, hey, you people come, we are doing all these things for you, but you never come to our church. No, 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 no. You don't know the difference between ministry and church. 
They may never come to your church, but in their hearts, they will always appreciate you. And every now and then, they'll keep sending you sees. It's not true. They are the ones you go and meet in the bank. Say, hey, man of God, man of God. Is it true? They give you a chair. They will never come to your church, but your ministry has reached to them one way or the other. Every now and then, thousands of people, my ministry keeps reaching them. Thousands of people. On Telegram, on Podbeam, on Apple Podcast, on Facebook. Ah, I'm sending ministry. That's why we, anytime we preach, we record. Is it true? It's not true. Even on my status, I'm sending ministry. I write posts. Just this evening, I wrote a post and I said that um, when Samuel made a mistake, what was the post? Look at it. I said, how did Samuel handle failure of wrongly announcing Eliab? Instead of David, he simply moved on to the next person. Then I said, move on after failing. It's a powerful thing. And every now and then I keep writing. You think I just do them because I don't know what to do with my data? Some people don't know why I'm always online because that is also a ministry. Let me tell you something. How rich a pastor is financially is dependent on his ministry, not the church. When I bought my car, they're like, eh, just that he started church, he has bought a car. Do you know how much I was spending every, every month before I bought a car? You think I couldn't buy a car this time? I won't even buy another one. What are you talking about? So it is not that it's not like, no, no, no. If you, if you're a pastor, you think, some pastors today box themselves. So this message is for other pastors who hear this. They box themselves in a certain way that I will not be a blessing to anybody who is not my church member. That is not how you should do it. If you do that, you limit the power of God to only your church members. I have always been on social media preaching, sharing quotes, explaining scriptures, teaching every now and then on social media. And as I keep doing it, before COVID came, some pastors were criticized. Eh, ministry, no any social media. COVID buy Hey, begin to pray. Now you know. Now you know to tell people to be sharing links. When COVID came, oh share the link. Share this link. Invite your friends. We are coming to have a prophetic meeting. We are coming to have a prayer meeting. I'm coming to teach. The same people were telling us that we, because they had big churches, they were like, they be sure what are they, they thought we were not also doing ministry. But sometimes I can make one short post there and I receive calls. Man of God, you don't know this post you made. I've received calls on suicide marital issues ministry issues just by a small post I made that's why every now and then every day there is something I make even including the funny jokes that I post eh, there is something I am communicating to my world and I can tell you that eh, I'm teaching a what and I can tell you that eh, your ministry is the gifts the abilities God has given to you to be a blessing to others. So if you have been endowed with a certain gift and you refuse to let that gift come out, you are limiting the will of God concerning your life. 
Listen, let me tell you this. One time somebody came to Moses eh, and told Moses, the people are prophesying. I don't know these ones. He said, Ah, you don't know what you're talking about. I wish that all men could prophesy. Look, do you see how people and I was I was telling the truth, I'm just tired. It's not because I'm a pastor. I'm pastoring a church. It's because I'm doing ministry. Listen to me. When we share testimony, oh, somebody did this for me, oh, before my this thing happened, this person gave me this person. It's not because I hold microphone, oh. It is because I'm doing ministry and blessing people. If you too will take advantage of the gift God has given you, the testimonies I share, you too, you will share them. And when I come to church, I say, oh, somebody gave me a house. You say, yes, sir. Me too, about seven years ago, I was going to work and I met one woman and I prayed. She was sick. I prayed for her. No knowing that this and this and, and do you know that Papa? Let me tell you a story. Just give me a car. And you are not a pastor of a church, oh. I'm not talking to somebody here. So when you see all these prophets, prophets that they are rich, prophets are rich because we are the ones solving the problems. People have problems, we are solving them. We are making time to listen to their problems. Say so you there, you said that you, you are just taking care of your church. It's not true. That is why our traditional churches, our, our traditional church pastors, eh, their level, you don't, sometimes you can see somebody, the kind of knowledge they have, but you don't know them. Because they, a lot of them don't know how to utilize ministry. They don't write books. They don't write songs. They don't use social media. They don't preach on radio. They don't preach on TV. They don't do anything. They said, on Sunday they've come to preach. And they don't even record their messages. Hey. I'm saying that the testimonies you see me share every now and then, you can also have them if you know how to use your ministry. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Now let's look at some examples of ministry. Very interesting. Are you ready? There are points. Point one, drama ministry. Some people have been gifted to act plays and send a message. So in the AFM family, so we have the literally team. Eh? The AFM literally team. The AFM literally team is not just useless. That is a ministry on its own. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. We have personal soul winning ministry that you embark on soul winning on your own. Every now and then you try to preach to somebody. You are trying to share the message of God to somebody. You are trying to invite somebody to church. You are sharing a scripture on your status. You are sharing a scripture on your Facebook wall. You are sharing something. That's a personal soul winning ministry. One, about minutes ago, I told people that. I said something, but people didn't understand. I said, you can start your ministry on your WhatsApp status. What is it for? You have been putting funny clips and others. Can't you put scriptures? Huh? Then you come and complain. Hey, you know, we are part of this church. And as for prophet here, he has preached on Sunday, preached on Thursday, preached on Sunday, preached on Thursday, preached on Sunday. He will never let us also preach some. He will never let us preach some. Every time he's preaching alone, he's not preaching alone. What have you done with your puppet, which is your WhatsApp status? 
you are putting you are posting uh, football news football news facebook go and see what you are posting on facebook go to tiktok go to tiktok and let's see what you are doing on tiktok let's see what you are doing on tiktok you are telling us that we, we should give you puppets what did you do with your tiktok you were stripping strip, strip is it stripping Stripping yourself half naked and posting on TikTok. You are telling us that. Oh, yeah, you know, hey, this pastor is always preaching every Sunday. This pastor is always every day. He doesn't even allow us to do anything. He's the one who will sing. He's the one who will do the. You know, the we should allow you to go and sing. I'm trying to look for a song, but none of the songs are coming. Those songs. Go and sing it on social media and come here and come and hold. Men, I want sing. We don't want. Sorry, sorry, funny story, ringing, ringing. I've heard, I've heard it, I've heard it. I'm trying to bring it up, but it's not coming. It goes ding, 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 you even know how to dance their dance moves. But when we say, join the literary team, we say, Kai, I, I, I am shy. I can't join the literary team. Then when those who have joined go out and they get to a bank, somebody says, ah, I know you. I saw your picture on, ah, you are an AFM member, right? They say, yeah, oh, get a proper VIP seat. You, you, nobody knows you. Nobody knows you. Nobody knows you. Because you know, ding, 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 ding. What a preacher. I'm preaching. Clap for me. I'm preaching. Nobody knows you. Nobody knows you. Who knows you? Your WhatsApp status is your puppet. We have, I have so many messages on podcast and telegram. By the grace of God, we don't sell our miss there for free. You can even go and pick it and come and share. You, your ministry can even be sharing prophet's messages ministry. Sharing prophet's messages ministry. Another ministry, ministry to prisoners. God can lay on somebody's heart. Prisoners and widows and orphans. God can lay on somebody and they just have a certain kind of desire in them that I feel I feel a certain kind of something for prisoners and others. Me, I don't feel anything for them. <laughs> I look, I'm not that kind of lying pastor. Me, I don't feel anything. I may never go to prison and give anybody one CD. I'm telling you the truth. But I'll build an orphanage one way or the other. But me, I will never I do. it it is not it is not there. So anytime I hear somebody, oh, I want to do this quickly, I just carry money. I say, me, God didn't give me that one. So take money. Go. How much are you? How much will it cost? Take money and go and give. Every time I've had donations, I've had to give Bibles, money, whatever. But me, ah, okay. On that day, Jesus may say that when I was in prison, hey. he didn't come. I say, hey, bro, Papa, this one, that's not my photo. You didn't give me the this, the ministry. You didn't give me the ministry. But listen to me. When I see poor people, something moves in me. When I see ignorant people, something. When I see sick people, I I feel some. When I see imbalance, disorder. When I see a lack of wisdom. When I see dryness, I feel. When I see lack, something moves. 
I know that this is a ministry. This is what God has given to me. When I scroll on social media, I see somebody explain scripture wrongly. I, I, I can think about it for five days. <laughs> it's ministry. But me, I'll be honest, I don't have ministry for prisons. <laughs> they hardly cross my mind. I won't stand here and lie. And me, me, I won't, I, I, if you don't like me, don't like me. I won't lie. I'm like Jesus who said, the poor, you, the poor you always have with you. I won't lie. The prisoners you always have with you. I will not lie. We have ministry to drug addicts. There are some people, sometimes God may set you free from a certain kind of addiction so that you can go back and reach those people. There is a grace for you to be able to win with smokers. Am I talking to somebody here? That is why people who have been in a certain place are able to go back there and snatch more people from that place. Ministry to prostitutes. Ministry to sportsmen and sportswomen. Have you seen that Bible, that football that they used to write, No Jesus, No Life? Do you know where that Bible came from? It's from China. When we were children, we used to play football. And those football, there used to be no Jesus. How many of you have seen that before? The boys. Yes. No Jesus, no life. That is also ministry. Because everybody, that, that thing, it's possible that that thing has drawn a lot of people's attention to Jesus. Somebody who may never know Jesus. Those Bibles went all over the world and they would realize, who is this Jesus? Who, without him, there is no life. And it may dawn on them like Martin Luther. And they will start going, they go, who is this Jesus? I read something on a, a football. Bruni China near your boy actually know Jesus, no life. Obiti Ghana, I say African religion is a problem. You don't know what you don't have facts. The facts are there. You see it and you are blind. Who were kids? As at that time, still those Bibles were those balls were coming to now. Those balls to come. No Jesus, no life. But do you think they make them in, in Kumasi? Do you think Opam boys the one who makes them? Opam boys the one who makes those Bibles. That is ministry. Do you understand? We have healing and miracle ministry. When you operate in the healing anointing to heal the sick, there are some people, if they talk for two minutes, they'll pray for the sick. It's a healing ministry. Do you understand? So sometimes you can even go for a crusade. I'm trusting God that that time will come away. When we go for a crusade, just healings. We preach the gospel, healings. And another time, trusting God that it will just be prophetic crusade. We preach the gospel, we prophesy. Aye. Aye. That day will come. Am I talking to somebody here? And, and you see, you see, you see. Okay, we will get there. So we will get there. So... Now, mind you that these ministries can be run by individuals and they can be run by the church. So the church can have widows department, whatever department, music department. Right? Another one is music or praise and worship ministry or music ministry. 
We can even have language ministry. What Alex does is language ministry. It's called language ministry. Translation and interpretation. Translation is language ministry. That when somebody preaches in English, you preach in Chi or Dagbani. Right now, if I have to go to Bundugu or French, um, um, somewhere to preach right now, you can use. If I go to Italy right now, Italy, will you be able to translate to um, um, uh, Italiano this thing? French. If I go to Fra- France, will you be able to translate to f- French? Language ministry. We have youth ministry. Youth ministry. Youth ministry. Ministry to youth. We have special meetings just for young people. I used to hold young and useful. You see that? That's youth ministry, specifically for young people. Youth ministry. We have teaching ministry. Teaching ministry. The teaching ministry can have writing and publishing ministry. It's part of the teaching ministry. You can buy, you can write as a separate distinct writing and publishing ministry. So, so when we are done, we will see how many ministries you have, which you are sitting on. Paul, you are saying, Anson, I don't know why Anson Prophet is only receiving sins, but I mean, nobody is giving me sins. Listen, look at this one research and consultancy ministry. That when people have a problem, they want to do research, they call you and ask you questions about that particular thing. Uh-huh. Every now and then people call me, Prophet, I, I'm, something's bothering me, I, I need to consult you and find out what you have to say about it. And every time people call me about this, then any counsel I give to them, it works. So that means it is a gift God has given to me. Consultation. Now when you come to me and I discuss, oh, oh, you know, I want to travel, I want to build, which one should I do? Should I build or I should travel? I'll say, no, travel. Should I build or I should, I should tra- build? Should I marry before I travel or I should go before I come and get married? I said, marry before you go. Consultation ministry. And every time I give people counsel, if they take it, it works. Because it is a gift God has endowed upon my life. And I can tell you that there are some of you, you can attest to the fact that anytime you give somebody counsel, it works. And when they don't take you to, they come, ah, okay, okay. It is a gift God has given to you. Training ministry. Training ministry, like what I'm doing right now. I'm not just teaching, I'm training you how to be a man of God. I'm training you how to be a better Christian. I'm training you how to be a, a pastor. I'm training you how to be a, an anointed Christian. This is training ministry. And I can tell you that not everyone has a training ministry. Funny part is that sometimes the ones with the very big, big churches call us to come and train their members. But it's not about the membership, it's a gift. It's a gift. Training ministry. Look at this. Prophetic ministry, the one everybody likes. Ah, receive prophetic ministry. 
like in the month of November, we are going to have prophetic prayer and prophetic festival. Prayer and prophetic, prophetic ministry. Another one, crab boy, is even prayer ministry. Like when we have prophetic festival, a prayer festival here, we are gathering people just to pray. Like when we have prayer connect, that's a ministry. We are trying to serve the general public or serve the church in the area of prayer. So those who cannot pray, those who have gone down in prayer, they will come and they will be able to boost their prayer life. We are leading them to pray. So that's a prayer ministry. Do you understand? We can also have deliverance ministry. Deliverance ministry. Now listen. Your tapes and messages are also your ministry. Tapes and messages. Sermons. Tapes and messages. Recorded messages are ministry. That is why some years ago I took my messages very serious. But some people did not understand. And all these messages that I preach. You see that sometimes I preach in a series. That means that all of them are going to be books. So. Do you see that? In the future, I also have my own Macario, 60 books, 100 books. Blessing the nations. Yeah? And you know what? Some people, that will be their business in the future. Oh yeah. Publishing house. Printing. And people will also be selling. They will open a bookshop and all they are saying is bishops, bishop, Micah's books. Hey, I received bishop. <laughs> Now, let's look at why have many churches failed to receive and utilize ministry, okay? It's part of the distance. Why some churches are not growing up, it's like, it's like have failed to utilize ministry in, in the church. Too many churches, are you following? Have lost very important people. And also have experienced breakaways because of the issue of ministry. Think about it. If it happens that our church has a wild prophet, what do you think we have to do for him? It means that every now and then we have to allow him to have prophetic meetings. Or we have to send him to go and start a branch. Because if, we, if you like it or not, they will blow, they will break away. If they are not utilized. And if they are not also patient. Because some people do not understand that you are giving the gift to be a blessing to the body of Christ, the church, and those outside. And the interesting part of it is that, like as I'm here, outsiders have received me a lot. Do you see that? The people who have received me outside there are more than the people who are here. But I, I do not say that I'm going to pastor those people. Do I do I'm going to pastor those people? I'm breaking away to go and be with those people. I might say I'm breaking away to be. So if, if you find out that outsiders are receiving you more, it's like that. It is like that. They are celebrating, celebrating you more, it is like that. Too many ministries have had breakaways and issues simply because of the difficulty of balancing ministry and what? And church. Now in our church, you are allowed to 
write your own songs write books preach do what preach dance as you want to do there's been some people have asked you what can you do in this church what is your ministry what 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 can you eating then are you having a eat, an eating ministry what can you do then I'll be to my head. what can you do what can you do and as what told you because listen it is the more we have gifts in our church that our church is lively. Do you understand? We have more people who can lead worship, play keyboard and drums and, and, and lead prayer and, and preach. The church becomes lively. It shouldn't be like only one person is the one who come and introduce the man of God and take the offering. Only two people can. No, no, no. If we have more people can do, it increases affluence. We have dynamism. It's like we have a dynamic church that gives things. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So, a lot of churches have had breakaways, issues, a whole lot of things because of the difficulty of balancing church and ministry. And if you are not careful as a leader, you have. If you're a lazy fair leader, you have issues in the church. Because some of the, the followers would like to override your authority and do their own things. Before you realize one church member is holding this conference in the church and you are not even aware. And they are papering him too in the church. Papa, yes, papa. Junior papa. Junior papa. There should be a balance. In this church, I am the only papa. Every other person is not a papa. I will always be the only papa. Every other person is, is a son. If you even become a bishop and an archbishop, you are not a papa. They can call you papa in the house. Even if you are a branch pastor somewhere, you are not a papa. You are, you are, you are just a big son. Big son, elder son. Because you see, these are the things that lead to church problems because it gets to a point some people feel like they too because they also me to also have the same title like my way me too they also do the so as time they be there comes fractions divisions it's like these people like this he said i'm for apollos i'm for paul why did that happen because they felt like we were all equals we are all the same no there must be difference there must be hierarchy there must be levels and everybody must know the levels I don't know if you are, you are taking what I'm saying. And as our church begins to grow, you, are, you will see the, 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 the hierarchy. Now, let me tell you this. In our church, you start off as a church member. Eh? You start off as a church member. Then you become a shepherd. Then after a shepherd, you become a pastor. You may even become an elder, but you become a pastor. And then we do an ordination for you. 
If you have not done an ordination for you, don't call yourself a pastor. In this church, you're not a pastor. They will call you by your name or something. You're not a pastor. Don't say, I am pastor this. You are not pastor this. We have not ordained you in this church. So after you become a shepherd, we will now ordain you as a pastor. And when you're a pastor, you are assisting the reverend. You understand? And then you may also be sent forward to go and start your own church. Go and start a branch as a pastor. Now, you too as a pastor will now graduate to become a reverend. But to become a reverend, you must have pastors under you. You must also raise members to shepherds, shepherds to pastors. Do you understand? Hmm. Then, when you're a reverend and you're able to raise a certain number of pastors to become reverends, you now become a bishop. Do you get it? So that is how it is. Say, uh So if you want, go to whatever, go to TLO's born or go to Ubertenjo or go and do ordination. If you come back to this chair, you are still, you are still like an elder or something. In India. I'm not any pastor in anywhere. It's just in this place, you're not a pastor. Yeah, just a brother. Do you hear what I'm talking about? Don't you listen, listen to me. Take your time, okay? As a church, let's take our time. We are not in a hurry to go anywhere. This is a church. This is what our, we will die and our children will be. Will, you see, in the future, this is what church will be like presbyterian. Like, we will die and our grandchildren will still be. So, why are we in a hurry? Miss Watson, make an Ah, we are not in a hurry. Look at us. Evening service, look at us. So, there are some places, even evening service, some of them, there are some people, they have 300 members. Now, even if you go and they are four. They are, they are bored because of the lack of ministry. Because if we come, cry, what are you, what are we coming to here? I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. The the pastor. It's like there's nothing to hear. But if the people are being blessed, they will keep coming, and they will keep coming, and they will keep coming, and they will keep coming. But if you are not being blessed church becomes a boring thing. Now, why have there been a problem with church and ministry? The first one is ignorance on the part of elders and church members. Ignorance. Some people have ignorance. A pastor must learn like me, like I'm learning how to receive, learn in the future how am I going to deal with a what apostle has a global ministry. Maybe if what if I he has more of a global ministry than me and is my branch pastor, what will I do? I must have the knowledge on how to deal with him. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes, there is how to deal with such people, they must have a branch, and you must put very strict checks on them. If not, the world will carry them away. When the world carries them away, they crash. Usually that's how it is because people don't understand that it is the grace they sat under that made them who they are. After a while, they may become very big and feel like, oh, now, now. If you lead them to go, always, look, look we are not kids. We have been following a lot of men. When they go, and they, it's because they have forgotten where they God picked them from. 
impregnating the young young girls and others and you are surprised how, how can such a such an important person like that do those kind is because they have forgotten their roots if you got a tree's roots from it what would the tree become so i'm learning how i'm still learning i've learned but i'm still learning how to handle giftings in my church So, I mean, if you are my member, it is I would decide if you, I will allow anybody to put you on poster. Because I'm the one you are following. There is no poster I can't put you on. So, I will now decide if, if you should accept that. Because now you are my, my member. You are my son. If you are going to be on a poster, I must decide it. That's why, listen, I tell people, if you are choosing a pastor, choose a pastor. We are teaching people ministry. Jesus was preaching like this. I said, stop. Give the people food to eat. If, if you ever come to a revival meeting, and say, ah, oh, it's time. Hey, do you have food? Buy them food. You say, Kai, the pastor has backslidden. The pastor, soft wash. Even there can be another pastor in the meeting. The pastor will say, Kai, 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 this church. Ah, God is not here. Eating church. Ignorance on the part of leaders and church people is what has led to inability to use gift things. Because he himself does not know much of the gift he has. I mean, you have a very fine voice. Why are you not singing in church? It's a question. David, when I met you, were you singing in church? Fine voice. I started holding his hand and taking him to the point. I said, hold my hand, we are going. So I'll hold the microphone and when I'm singing, David will stand by my side. That's how he started singing. In SHS. Uh, but there are some people, all they have is bathhouse ministry. <laughs> give me a half five. Bathhouse ministry. <laughs> you will be surprised that eh, there are some people, eh, if we give them mic, the kind of song pan they will sing. Praises of Mube Chamaya Sawahano. And so you know, it's bathhouse. Oh. Hey, but when we say it's tired, it's like Kai. As soon as these three people can sing in church, or four people are not there, we are standing so we're waiting. Bathhouse ministry. Bathhouse. It's serious, though. I mean, why do you have a voice and you don't sing in church? Why can you sing and you don't sing in church? There are some people they are doom so singers in this our church. Doom so. This man, you see that oh, they are they are, they are always holding microphone and singing. Before I realize, shim. Six months, then they will come back again. Before I realize, shim. You are not serving God, oh! You are not serving God. You must use your ministry. That's a gift God has given to you. So why are some people unable to? Why is there issues? Because of what? Ignorance. Another one is immaturity on the part of the ones, the leaders. Sometimes the leaders don't are immature. The next thing is that 
The maturity have already explained it. He thinks my members are his members. You people are always screaming to your people. Me, I'm teaching them. You see, in a few years to come, everywhere you go, you'll be different. I'm telling you. You, no person who has ever sat down to listen to me has ever been to any place not be different. Oh yes. And you say what? Yes. Every AFM is different. My sons and daughters in Accra, even those who have everywhere any person is my son has been to, they are different. It's because I'm not just screaming and shouting, God is about to do something now. God is about to do something. I see you jumping. While I'm saying God is about to do something, I'm showing you how to receive what God will do. And when God finishes doing it, how will you keep it? Am I preaching the word? I'm not just going to prophesy that you'll be married. I'll prophesy that you'll be married. And I'll teach you how to marry and stay in marriage. It's not just screaming and screaming. No. Immaturity on the side of leaders is what leads to inability to use ministry. Hey. All my sons, daughters, members, Brekum, Techiman, wherever, Accra, Tamale, even those that has been like about five years, they've never seen, but they always listen to my messages. They always say that we are different. We are going somewhere. But we we'll, and we will get there. We'll get there. Another point, envy and jealousy prevents ministry. Let me explain this. When you are envious, you feel like this person is not the right person to, to talk to me about something, to receive ministry from. Sister, so there are people while God is, is ministering they are looking at the body I've been to places to preach and prophesy and I can look at the people's face and you can see their face and know that this person is judging you by your stature by, by that time it's rather it's like ah but you cry ah, I have more degrees than you but you cry no ah when I was in SHS cry, where were you born but you all those things envy and jealousy and it prevents the flow of the spirit like I told there's consultation and um, and research ministry now listen by God's grace God has given me a very special anointing of the spirit of understanding and every now and then I have pastors very important people eh they come to me and they, they want to do one or two things but they want to know what I think and how they should go about it and anything I tell them when they do it it works it is an anointing now listen a lot of pastors around me know that I am a scholar 
I've read many books and I know many things, but they hardly call me and ask for help. Some people are endowed with a healing anointing. When they lay hands on you, you receive the anointing. But envy and jealousy. Envy and jealousy. A lot of Christians are like that. We are in church. Envy and jealousy is in our hearts. You are smiling. <laughs> but in the heart, he's like, Envy and jealousy. Another one that prevents ministry from operating well is traditional mindsets. A pastor who I'm older than cannot pastor me. Traditional mindsets. A northerner does not have sense to teach me. Traditional mindsets. If he doesn't have, he has, he's not a certain kind of person, he's a lazy person, it's traditional mindset. A lot of us, a lot of people are not receiving ministry because they, they, if he's not tall and giant with a fat, a fat tummy, the stomach is somewhere in the top. Yeah, now we are just coming out for the battle. That's why you know that, Charlie. This is a man of God. Because of that, I have studied it. Say me me co programs as here one. It's not be a co programs. Maybe I want to program be why to make a soft for baby. But I may come with my peer or one or two people. When I'm coming, when they see me, some of them know me. But when they see another one also coming with, ah, this is this is more important than this one. And I see where they you see that they will go and give me some chair somewhere. Then they will give that one with the some chair somewhere. Traditional mindset. Traditional mindset stops the flow of ministry. Traditional mindset. And there are some people too, they have a certain mindset that sorry, this is how we do it. You understand what? It's like some people have come to our church or been to a meeting where I'm preaching, they're like, ah, he's always cracking jokes. Oh, he's always ah, he's not supposed to be frowning. Because according to some people, a man, an anointed man of God is the one who is. If your face is some way, then uh, this one is anointed. But if you are smiling, I'm way, way, anointing. Traditional what? Another reason why people are never, we don't have ministry in the church is because of wrong teachings. Wrong teachings. Is the last thing why they are breakaways why we can't use ministry in the church because wrong teachings if we teach people right we will see god use them mightily people who even thought that they can't be used suddenly said people are writing books they are writing songs they are preaching they are evangelizing they are bringing people to church they are doing things that they could not have done let me tell you this. Teachings make people. More teachings make great people. If you want to change a man's life, teach him. 
That's why one of the best things your parents ever did to you was not to give you money, but to take you to school. The money they gave to you, have you not finished spending it? The food they gave to you, what has it made you? But the school they took you to. The knowledge, the things they taught you, how to dress, how to brush your teeth, how to bath, they are the things today, till today, you are still doing. And the funny part is, those of you, your parents taught you how to brush wrongly, till now, you still brush your teeth wrongly. You still brush your teeth wrongly because you are taught wrongly. If you are taught wrongly, you will live wrongly. You live wrongly. If you want people to live a certain higher kind of life, you must teach them right. But it is hard to teach right. It is hard to teach right. That is why right teachings are not common. You can go to church for years and never hear any, hear any sound, sound message. Now, next month, we are going to look at major scriptures in the Bible. Okay? Confusing ones, like Genesis chapter 3, the tree, whatever, what does the tree mean? All those things. I'm going to look at them and I'll begin to explain them to you. So that if you step out there, they say, ah, wearing trousers is a sin. You know that, no, no, it's not true. Wearing trousers is not what? We look at all those things. I'm trusting God that when we are done, you'll be blessed. Okay? Those who ask for this one, they will receive, there's no, I receive it, I receive it. There's nothing. You must know. Knowledge is power. Is that not true? Now, my prayer is that by right teachings, God's people in our church will begin to rise. We begin to rise. We begin to rise. It's a little one, a thousand. You may look down upon yourself, but by right teachings, you will become something. I speak over somebody's life. An anointing is coming upon your life. Madokovrataya. Spectacular anointing. Ministry. Those who write books is coming upon you. Those who write songs, sing songs, receive songs in dreams. Prophets are rising in our church. Oh God, give us prophets. Oh God, give us evangelists. Oh God, give us pastors. Oh God, give us teachers. Yes. 